Welcome to Soap Talk with Sarah, a forum to banter about daytime's number one soap opera, The Young and the Restless. I am your host, Sarah Warsey, a loyal fan of the show since the early 90s. Join me in my weekly banter about the latest storylines, news, gossip, and so much more as The Young and the Restless celebrates 50 years on the air. Let's go! Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk with Sarah. Thank you so much for joining. So this week's commentary is based on shows that aired from August 14th to August 18th. Let's get into it. So this week, Victor dropped a bomb on Sally when he rescinded his job offer to her because of his ongoing grievances with Adam. I honestly thought that wasn't fair to Sally, especially after everything that she's been through with the loss of her baby recently. It really seemed to convince her that she was a shoo-in for the new design division, and then he just kind of pulled the rug out from under her. It seems like her and Chloe have really had a hard time getting their business venture off the ground in general with all these failed attempts through Jill and now with Victor. So honestly, I mean, I'm sure she'll bounce back soon enough, but it was kind of a low blow, even for the mustache. Now, can Sally not get a position at Marchetti or was she working at Marchetti before? Honestly, I can't remember. If there was a storyline-driven reason as to why that is not being considered as an option, I have completely forgotten, in all honesty. So please remind me. Please comment on the podcast on the episode for this week, and please remind me. I know Summer is heading up Marchetti and recruited Chelsea after Omega Sphere disbanded, but I cannot remember where Sally and Chloe fit into that equation. On to Tucker and Ashley. So... Uh, They got married, and she seemed very uncomfortable and skittish throughout the ceremony, as we recall. And her insecurities really came to light the very next day when she confronted Tucker about why he slipped out of the room in the middle of the night and ended up in Audra's room. And she started crying. I mean, her insecurities were through the roof. Even though Tucker managed to explain away the situation, telling her about the whole scandal with his previous record label and the cover-up and all, the elephant in the room was still very apparent. And it honestly already seems like Ashley and Tucker's union is hanging by a thread, a mere 24 hours into it. Ashley was so upset about why he left the room and what she saw that she couldn't stop her tears. And when he started to assure her that she had nothing to worry about, um, it just really felt like the honeymoon stage just was completely bypassed. You know what I mean? So I'm really kind of iffy about their union. We'll really see how long it lasts. On to Sharon and Chance. So honestly, the more I see these two together, the more I like them. They shared a very passionate kiss in the park this week, and it solidified my support for them as a couple. Again, it's it can never be said enough times. Schick will always be my end game, but right now I am enjoying Chance. They are hot and heavy, and just I'm all for it. So Chance shared some news to Sharon that he has been selected to possibly assume the role of chief of police at the Genoa City Police Department. So that should be interesting. I mean, we'll see where that goes. Um, Also, 
Connor, Chelsea and Adam's son, he's been going through a rough period by being bullied at Walnut Grove, unfortunately. So this was very heartbreaking. Um, Another example depicted with how tough parenting can be, especially knowing that your child is unhappy and going through something and you just feel so helpless. It is truly heartbreaking. I do admire Connor's strength and maturity at such a young age to have actually gone to the effort of proactively researching schools that specifically dealt with youth anxiety and depression. I was very impressed by that, and they were as well. I mean, talk about making it easier on the parents, right? Kudos to Connor. He truly displayed qualities of a very resilient child who showed a lot of strength and focus in the wake of uh, an adverse situation. The one thing that I wasn't too happy about, though, was when Adam was trying to insinuate that handling Connor's issues had to be strictly between him and Chelsea and to have Billy kind of stay out of it. Clearly, Billy has developed a very warm rapport with Connor that actually helped Connor open up to Billy in the first place. So I think Adam needs to keep his own insecurities aside and embrace the fact that Billy's presence in Connor's life could actually be a positive thing. Billy even offered to visit Connor whenever he ends up going to school because they did eventually agree that they would at least check it out. Because obviously, taking him out of Walnut Grove and relocating him to another school and then also considering whether he could live with Chelsea's mom, Anita, it all takes a lot of time and consideration, right? Now, in light of all of this, I'm actually starting to see Billy and Chelsea as a couple in a new light. In all honesty, I initially thought the pairing was a major snooze fest. Yes, it was the scene on the top of the building, but it honestly felt like the writers had just predictably put them together not too long after. I just wasn't feeling it. However, I now see some substance to it. There's a renewed warmth between them, especially with this whole Connor storyline and Billy's positive effect on, on Connor. So we'll see where that goes. Jack and Diane. It's so nice that this whole Phyllis faking her death storyline is finally behind us. You know, it's just it's it's going in that direction, which is so so refreshing. I did think it was funny though that Diane and Jack quote unquote celebrated their two week anniversary. Are marriages that precarious in generosity that even the shortest of milestones must be acknowledged? <laughs> anyway. She gave Jack a post-nup as a way of proving her genuine love for him. I'm honestly indifferent when it comes to this. What do you guys think? Do you think she's being sincere with this move or is it part of a bigger agenda? I'm sure Ashley and Tucker think so. Let me know in the comments what you think. And is there going to be trouble in paradise for Lily and Daniel? Lily is definitely wondering about Heather's intentions since she decided to extend her stay in Genoa City. Seems like Heather might be up to something, or she might be after Daniel. She seemed to be quite dismissive when Lily asked her about her significant other back in Portugal. So, who knows? Now, before we get to this week's scoop, I wanted to mention something. So, we love our favorites on the show, but sometimes those beloved favorites may wear a piece of clothing that kind of raises our eyebrows and makes us kind of go, hmm. So I'm very active on Twitter. Um, If you're following my podcast, uh, hopefully you're also following me on Twitter. I love to comment about the show often. I love bantering with all the fans and it's all fun. And 
When I notice somebody wearing something fantastic, I will highlight that. On the same token, if I notice somebody wearing something not so great, in my opinion, I will also highlight that. So this past week, Sharon wore a blouse during a scene at Crimson Lights. And quite frankly, in my humble opinion, it was quite the eyesore. I posted my thoughts on this on Twitter and the response was overwhelmingly in my favor. As fans, we comment all the time on what people are wearing, good or bad. If someone is looking amazing at something, we highlight that, as I just mentioned. It's all fun at the end of the day. But of course, while the vibe on Twitter is generally very positive, very kind, there's always going to be a couple of people that are naysayers who might suggest that you're being unkind. And I just have to say that I completely disagree with that statement. Now, when you're an actor in the public eye, you are going to deal with scrutiny, whether you like it or not. It comes with the territory, right? I am never, ever about being disrespectful regardless. I've actually met Sharon Case in real life at an event a few years ago, and I absolutely adore her. I adore everything about her. Any comments that I make about the show are purely about the characters and the storylines, and this is obvious, or at least it should be. However, if you're not a fan of what somebody is wearing in a particular scene, that has nothing to do with being disrespectful. There's no personal attack on the actor or actress themselves. It's a subjective opinion. And honestly, if we're not vocal about it, how are we then going to cultivate the community of fans that we have that enjoy bantering about the same thing, right? Sometimes someone else needs to get the conversation going for others to chime in. And the comments on many of my posts are very entertaining to say the least. So again, it's all fun. It's all entertainment. So the point I'm trying to make is let's not misconstrue the meaning of being unkind in this context. If we comment on what an actor is wearing, good or bad, it's most certainly not a personal attack on them. We are simply just stating our opinion with the objective of getting a good laugh out of it and moving on. So now that that's been cleared up, on to this week's Inside Scoop. Okay, so this week I read online that we might be seeing less of Elena if we haven't already. <laughs> so as we know, Elena dumped Nate for being Nate and she just hasn't had a lot of luck in the love department, unfortunately. Fans have speculated that she may hook up with somebody else, though the writers have not really hinted at that. Interestingly enough, though, I read that there were predictions about Elena and Chance hooking up, which was a total eye-opener because I did not see that coming, and I never saw any signs of that. Plus, clearly he is very smitten over Sharon right now, so I don't see that happening anytime soon. So who knows, maybe it's a see you later for Elena sometime soon? I hope not, as I do think Brittany Sarby is a wonderful actress and has a lot of potential, but they need to allow her to exercise said potential with a good storyline. And if that isn't feasible, then we know what ends up happening. That's just how the soap opera game is played, I suppose. Anyway, let me know your thoughts on this as well. Who else can we possibly see Elena with on the show right now? Or what other storyline could we possibly see her in? Anyway, that's it for this week. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. If you're interested in guest appearing on my show sometime, please drop me a line at sarahw.yr50 at gmail.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-W 
yr50 at gmail.com. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Soap Talk with Sarah. Join me on Twitter between episodes at SarahYR20. And if you like what you're listening to, hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's available on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for the love. Until next time, take care.